0: Well, I'll be a close relative of the family. What did you say, McGee? I was just reading something fascinating here in the paper, Molly. You realize that this is National Prosperity Week? Well, that's one event I certainly don't have any cause to celebrate. Well, I intend to celebrate it, mainly by getting prosperous. Now, if you come up with another one of those crazy inventions of yours, McGee, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Well, get all exercise now, Molly. It doesn't require any special brilliance to be prosperous. We got the raw material of prosperity all around us right in this house. We're just not taking advantage of it. I don't follow you, but it's probably just as well. Well, one thing I've been thinking about for some time is that attic of ours. You know, we got a fortune in rare old antiques sitting up there that we'll never use. Why not observe Prosperity Week by cashing in on them, making ourselves prosperous? You think any of that old stuff up there really is a value? Why, sure it is. People pay fancy prices for old stuff like we got up there. I make a movement. we go up to the attic right now and catalog what's up there so we can get an appraisal from an antique dealer. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. You And I'd love to celebrate Prosperity Week by becoming prosperous. There's a light switch up here someplace. Ah, here we are. Now, just behold that fortune in rare old objects, the art, Molly. <laughs> I think it bears a strong resemblance to a pile of junk, myself. Oh, you just don't know a valuable antique when you see one. Now you take that old dress form there. That must be at least forty years old. Why, some society dame would pay plenty to get that and make a lamp out of it.
1: <laughs>
0: and this old pile of literary digests here, they're probably worth their weight in gold. I think there's some stereopticon views of the St. Louis World Fair in that steamer trunk. No kidding, boy, those must be almost non existent by now. And look, here's my old raccoon coat and golf knickers. Not to mention a complete set of books about the motor boys. Molly? i got to get to the phone and call an antique dealer right away. Now, don't take their first offer, McGee. They'll usually pay more if you act like you're not anxious to sell. You leave it to me, Molly. I know how to handle these birds. Now, let's see. Oh, here's the number of one close by. Hello, operator. Give me Whistle Vista 23487. Maybe we can buy new drapes for the living room with the money we get. Hello. This is Silver McGee speaking, 79 Whistle Vista. Say, I got a lot of valuable old art objects here that I'm giving some thought to parting with. Well, I've got a 40-year-old vest form that's worth plenty, and a complete backpile of the literary digest, not to mention the whole Motor Boys series. Then there's a priceless raccoon colt and golf maker, and some stereopticon views of the St. Louis World Fair. What do you say? (laughs) Oh, you... You must think I was born yesterday if you expect me to take your first offer. Try again, Bud. Okay, that's better. That's fine. You pick the stuff up this afternoon. Goodbye. What'd he say, McGee? How much? You notice how shrewd I handled that kill. He tried to charge me ten bucks to haul that stuff away, but I got him down to seven fifty. I told you I'd be smart enough not to take his first offer. Is that you, McGee? It's me, bearing a strong resemblance to a pack horse, Molly. Help me get all this stuff in off the porch, will you? Well, heavenly days, what is all this? You're too early to be Santa's helper. Well, right at the moment, I happen to be celebrating National Prosperity Week by making myself prosperous. I just bought $16.20 worth of stuff at Tramon's Drugstore. Well, that doesn't sound like the way to make yourself prosperous. I'd say it sounds more like a sure way of getting into the poorhouse. That's on account of because I hadn't let you in on my little secret yet, Molly. Every item in these packages carries a double-your-money-back guarantee. And if I'm not satisfied with them, I can get back twice what I paid. And? I don't plan to be satisfied with any of them. How about that for a clever way of getting prosperous, huh? (laughs) Well, it sounds dishonest to me, McGee. Molly, it's foolproof. They've got to take my word for it. And if I say I'm not satisfied, they have no choice but to give me double my money back. And twice $16.20 is, well, now, let see. You put down four and carry two, and you push up six and knock down seven. Let's leave the eight hanging. So that's $20.10, I'll get. McGee, twice sixteen twenty is 32 Well, that's even better. And half of it is pure profit. I don't know whether you can get away with this or not. Of course I can get away with it. For one thing, you stand there and watch the expression of disgust on my face as I try out these different products. That way you can collaborate my story of being dissatisfied. All right, dearie, but I feel like a partner in crime. Now, the first thing I'm going to be dissatisfied with is this 89-cent bottle of Holloway's hair oil. Notice how it dries my scalp and makes my hair hard to manage when I put some of it on? It'll be greasy, too. Why, well, I McGee, mean, that stuff makes your hair look better than usual. Like lying down perfectly smooth. Yeah. I like the smell of it, too. Well, maybe I'll keep this one thing... Well, there goes 89 cents of the profit out the window. Yeah, but I'll still make over a 15 bucks profit. I know I'm not going to like this giant-sized tube of glowworm toothpaste. It'll be gritty and stick to the roof of my mouth. Let me squeeze a little on this brush here. I'm going to be dissatisfied with this brush, too. Uh-huh. Well? Yeah, I like the taste of it. It leaves my mouth feeling sparkling and refreshed. That sure is a good, firm brush I bought, too. Does that mean you're going to keep both of them? Well, might as well. We're almost out of toothpaste anyway. Let's see. Oh, here's some aftershave lotion that I figure will burn my face and maybe even cause it to break out. I'll just dab a little on my (laughs) cheek. Must not irritate you too much. You're smiling. It gives me that wonderful, wide-awake, tingly feeling. you wait here, Molly. I'm going back to the drugstore. To return the rest of this stuff and get your money back? Of course not. I want to buy more of these products while they're still on sale. What in the world is the matter with you, McGee? You look like a squirrel that's staring down the end of a double-barrel rifle on the first day of the hunting season. I'm just thinking, Molly. National Prosperity Week is only about half gone, and I've run out of projects for making myself prosperous. Well, if I were you, I'd spend the rest of the week making an effort to look prosperous. Your clothes are all worn out. And our car looks terrible. Why don't we celebrate Prosperity Week by buying a new car? That's a great idea, Molly. Only we'll do something even better. We'll polish and wax the old car. That'll make us look prosperous as all get out. You bring the rags and the wax and I'll meet you in the garage, huh? When will I ever learn to keep my big mouth shut? A well-kept car is a real mark of prosperity. When people see it all signed up, they'll think we got a chauffeur. Oh, McGee, nobody has a chauffeur for a whippet. Well, be that as it may or may not be or not, we'll look more prosperous when we get it all polished up. I got the stuff here. Let's go. I suppose you're going to be the foreman of the project. Well, Matt, after all, I've had a lot of experience polishing cars. <laughs> You'll have to be an expert to make this car look like anything, McGee. What does rust look like when you wax it anyway? Molly, don't wax the rusted out parts. Just put a polish on the areas where the paint is still good. Well, I'll let the job down to the left rear fender and part of one door. It'll still look a lot better when we get finished. Now cancel the conversation and get busy, will you, Molly? Aren't you going to do anything at all? Of course I am. I'm going to clean out the inside. Paper flowers in these vases haven't been dusted in months. And the window shades are filthy. You know, McGee, we're the only people in town still driving a car with vases of flies and window shades. Why don't we buy a new one? Because they don't build cars like they used to. Well, they're certainly not building anything like this one. It looks like a chicken house with wheels. This baby has got plenty of good miles in it yet. Just look at that speedometer. Only 20 minutes after 10. What's the clock you're looking at? Oh, yeah, yeah. The speedometer is 89,216. Of course, it's on a third time around, but it's still a good car. Well, I've waxed everything that can be waxed, McGee. The rest of it is just too rusty to bother with. Looks a lot better, too. You know, this car is a fine piece of machinery. Just listen to the solid sound it gives off when I kick one of the tires. (laughs) (laughs) Heavenly Jake. when you kick the tire, the motor fell out. Yeah, well, it does need a little adjustment now. you know something, Molly? You can't be prosperous if you're poor. Well, it would be a little difficult. Here I am trying to celebrate National Prosperity Week, and all I got to rub together in my pocket is two pieces of lint. Why don't you go out and get a job? I know what she's going to say. Why don't I go out and get a job? Well, let me tell you something, kiddo. There's two kinds of people in this world. The idea men like me and the drudges. It's the drudges that work at ordinary jobs. And become prosperous. I'll be prosperous, too, as soon as one of my ideas works out. In the meantime, have we got any empty bottles I could cash in for cigar money? No. That's where yesterday's cigar money came from. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Darn it, Molly. It's been so long since I've had a dollar bill in my hands that I don't remember picture is on it. Well, I'm sorry, Miggy, but if you don't work, I don't know where you're going to get any money. Wait a minute. I got a great idea. Charlie the barber was telling me the other day that a hair goods company buys all the hair they sweep up off the floor. I've got a full head of the stuff, and it must be worth a fortune. McGee, you don't mean you'd sell your hair. Why not? It'll grow out again. Hey, where do I get the scissors in the paper sack to catch it in? McGee, if you do this thing, you look like a croquet ball with ears. Molly, when you got money, nobody cares how you look. John D. Rockefeller was no Bill Bendix, you know. Now, just let me get this mirror just so I can cut it even all over. Charlie said they pay 80 cents a pound for hair, and I got so much of it on top head. Well, I've heard of people finding the fillings out of their teeth, but this is something new. This is a great idea. If things work out, I may even pick up some side money playing you and brothers double in the movies. You could also rent your head to the pool room to use as a cue ball. No, no, that's, that's not too practical. But I will say playing on haircuts. I'll just put a little floor polish on my skull and I'll look neat and well-groomed. You'll look as neat and well-groomed as a honeydew melon can look. There we are. All done. Hey, look at that sack full of hair I you. Why, there must be at least a pound of it there. Oh boy, oh boy. That's the easiest 80 cents I ever made. McGee, you're a sight. Okay, I'm a sight, but I'm a prosperous sight. I bet you I... I... Heavenly uh-huh. <laughs> days, are you casting cold? I don't think so. i just a little chilly with my hair on it. I... I but... <clears throat> you are casting cold. Yeah, yeah. You better call up Cranmer's store and have him send over a batch of that special cold remedy I guess. But, McGee, that preparation costs $2.00. And you're only getting eighty cents for your hair. If you're inferring that my good health isn't worth a dollar and twenty cents plus a bag of hair, I disagree. Now call the drugstore, will you, Molly? While I heat up a pan of water for my feet. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. There's sure not many stocks you can buy for seven dollars a share. The only thing I can find at six and seven eighths is my half size.
1: Hi, master. Oh, hi
0: there, Jimmy. <laughs> What's the occasion of this early morning social call?
1: Well, I have this back.
0: Ah, Tina, you went and bought us a present. You shouldn't have done that.
1: Well, it isn't exactly...
0: Especially you shouldn't have bought it out of your meager holdings during National Prosperity Week.
1: Well, it's just National what?
0: National Prosperity Week. Didn't you know we were right smack dab in the middle of that?
1: Gosh, no, I We haven't even finished the turkey we had for Thanksgiving.
0: Well, you don't eat turkey for National Prosperity Week, do you? You just concentrate all your efforts on getting prosperous.
1: What does prosperous
0: mean, Mr.? Well, prosperous means it's... Uh, well, suppose you looked in your purse and you found a $5 bill there. What would you have?
1: Somebody else's purse.
0: No, no, no. You'd have prosperity. That's what you call it when you get more money than necessary to meet your basic needs. Now, you take me, for instance.
1: Are you prosperous,
0: Mr.? Ah, sure, Auntie. I've been working on it all this week. I sold my hair to a hair goods house. I found a junk dealer to buy all the old newspapers in the garage, and I took back all the empty bottles in the house. All told, I've made $7. Do you know what I'm going to do with it?
1: I do, it Victor. You're I'm
0: going to buy a share of some kind of stock with it. Then I'll use the dividends to buy another share, and by reinvesting my money that way, I'll keep getting more and more prosperous. There won't be no time at all before I become a typhoon.
1: Dad.
0: Now, I thought you'd be impressed. And you can be prosperous too, Tina, if you stop squandering your allowance on gifts for people.
1: Well, this is not exactly. Now you
0: get ten cents a week allowance, don't you? Mm Hmm? I say you get ten cents a week allowance.
1: Who does? You do. Do what? Get
0: ten cents a week allowance. So do I. Well, if you saved that money in a little more than a year, you'd have seven bucks, the same as I got. But you throw your cash around buying presents instead. What's in the box, anyway?
1: That's what I've been trying to tell you, mister. It is not a present. It's the house that Mrs. McGee back and the delivery man offered at our house. with $7.00, C-O-D. Yeah. Go so on,